Busy Birds. Welcome to another episode of Mama Earth Talk. I'm your host, Maris Ganal. Realizing just how much waste we generate on a daily basis, I've set a personal goal not only to reduce, reuse, and recycle, but to also educate the world about sustainability and how each of us can help preserve our beautiful planet. Thanks for listening. Let's dig in. Did you know that the most plastic that has been found in one single bird's stomach was 274 fragments of plastic in a single chick? And that is the equivalent of you or I having 8 kilograms of plastic in our stomachs. Our guest today is the founder of the For Purpose Plastic Free Foundation, a not-for-profit that brings the public and businesses together with the vision of a world without plastic waste. Plastic Free July Challenge has grown to millions of participants across 177 countries. Crazy birds, without any further ado, I would like to welcome Rebecca Price Ruse. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. You're most welcome. So, how did your sustainable journey actually started? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, I think I think you know, like like many people, I you know, when you look back in hindsight, that I've been on this journey for a while. I um, grew up on a small farm. It was mostly bush, and which I very much loved as a child. And my my family were quite into sustainability. We had chickens and grew vegetables, but we had to leave the farm when I was about eight because there was salinity issues uh, in the catchments, I think, and I was very devastating for myself and my siblings. And I think that was, for me, the first time when I realised that the things that we do had an impact on our environment. So I was quite a a young age. And then I I did a science degree in in botany, actually, and I've worked in in a number of different aspects of environmental research and and management. But this more recent journey around sustainable living and the waste aspect in particular really started when I started working in local government here in Perth in Western Australia. When people actually get touched by something um, like that, you know, your whole perspective really changed and you realise that, you know, you can really do something and whatever we are doing has like a ripple effect on the environment as well. Yeah, definitely. And and for me, it's that the moment that started me on my Plastic Free July journey was that, that really seeing the problems up close and firsthand. And once you see something, you can't unsee something. And, you know, to be honest, when I started it, I didn't try to do anything other than change my own behaviour and and what went into my family's bin. But there, as you said, has indeed been a ripple effect from that. When you talk about Plastic Free July, obviously you've just mentioned how that kind of journey started. But for our crazy birds out there that have no idea what Plastic Free July is, can you maybe just tell us quickly what exactly is Plastic Free July? Okay, so Plastic Free July is it's about learning to make small changes 
around choosing to refuse the single-use plastics we use every day. And it's not about doing everything. It's about just trying one thing, whether you do it for the whole month or you're going to try it for a week. And what happens when you start to tackle one thing is you notice the other plastics that are around you and you realise that there is so much of it. And then you also start to discover other solutions. So it's also about making new habits. Like, you know, if you take the, you know, I'm sure there's a, there's a variety of, with your, with your listeners coming from all over the world, some of them probably live in places that might have a plastic bag ban, for example. Others still won't, won't have those. But, you know, the, the, the reusable shopping bag, it's something that we all have, like the reusable water bottle. We've all got it but we don't always take it with us when we need it. So it might be, you know, we're at the, the, the shops and we've bought, you know, more than we planned on buying and, and we don't have enough bags or we've forgotten our bags and it's easy to take that plastic bag or I'll just buy another cheap reusable bag. And the thing about doing a challenge like Plastic Free July is it's about Making a commitment, and and the commitment is just with yourself. It's not we're not going to come and check whether you're doing (laughs) the right thing, but it's having an intention to make change. It's not about being perfect, but it is about those creating new habits because if we can always, oh, you know, I forgot my reusable cup and I want to get a takeaway coffee, I'm just going to have one anyway. There's, There's no kind of consequence. It's just easy to take this plastic stuff. Whereas actually if it's like, no, I'm doing this challenge and that's not okay, like it forces you to remember and I think that's what people find really helpful about Plastic Free July. So it's about taking simple steps, choosing something, you know, making that a habit and then, you know, then move on to the next thing. And if we all did something, then that adds up to be a big impact. It's not about everybody doing a few people doing everything, so it's great that some people can fit their year's worth of landfill waste in a jar. You know, I'm, I'm not one of those. But if we all reduced our waste by 5% or 10% and particularly those common, those plastic items that commonly end up as litter in our environment, we start to tackle those as a, as a, as a society and then we're making impact on this plastic waste problem. Definitely. I mean, for someone that walked around Dubai carrying her own trash for 30 days, as per the average person, there was like no better visual than when people looked at me and like, wow, you know, this is just too much. Like, I can't possibly create this much plastic or, well, this much trash. But the issue is that, you know, we don't really know how much trash we create because we just keep on throwing it away every single day. And I mean, there's some households that's got these massive bins and every day that bin gets thrown out and the moment it goes into the bin outside and, you know, it goes to the curb, no one actually realized how much trash they actually make. They just think like sometimes there's like magic fairies that come and magically makes it disappear. So I think it's really awesome for people to actually also see, you know, what their contribution is to like a landfill or to a recycling facility. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's an interesting point you make. And we've done quite a bit of research on 
on people's attitudes and, and values. And when you ask people, like there's a very high level of concern in the community right now about plastic waste ending up in landfill and, and, and the oceans. And, you know, it's about 80% of people worldwide are concerned about this. But we don't always connect the impact and, of our consumer choices and our behaviours on the environment because, as you say, it's it's just get taken away, just gets taken away, and we don't think about it. But having said that, I think times are changing, and there's definitely much more awareness now than when I started this nine years ago. Yes, definitely, that's for sure. Just going back to like the whole like you know plastic free July, I feel when people sometimes hear that they think like, oh my goodness, I have to go plastic free for the whole July. How do I do it? Like, do I? go completely cold turkey and I don't use any any form of plastic or what do I do? So what would your advice kind of be for someone that's going to start this whole plastic free journey, but obviously, you know, not to go like overwhelm them if it's someone that has never even recycled and now they want to go plastic free, like kind of what would your advice be to someone like that? Okay, so so my advice is go easy on yourself and try one thing. Don't try and do everything. Start with one habit. Like look at what are the plastics in your life. Have a look in your in in your bin or your home. You know, maybe for some people it might be the reusable shopping bag or coffee cup or water bottle, whatever it is. Other people, it might, you know, they might have do those things. So it might be around packaging. And so whatever it is, just try not to start with everything because it's easy to get disillusioned. And I didn't really make this clear at the start, but it's not about going completely plastic free. It's single use disposable plastics that we're really focusing on here. So that's largely those packaging and the takeaway food items, etc. So like I, we wouldn't be making this Skype call now to do the record the podcast and people wouldn't be listening to it. There's you know plastic in all the devices in our vehicles we drive. As long as we're using this material and reusing it and recycling it and it's not ending up in our landfills and in our oceans, I think there is a use for it in our society. It's the fact we're using so much of it for just a few seconds or minutes and then we're throwing it away. That's that's the enormity of the plastics that we're trying to just encourage people to reduce. That's exactly. I mean, you know, there's so much plastic that, is needed. I mean, if we even look at the medical field and things like that. So there is a need for some of these plastics, but definitely the single use ones that we use for those few seconds or minutes, we really need to cut down on that. So I've been trying here in the UAE to live like a zero waste lifestyle and try to reduce my waste wherever possible. But I often get asked by many people that is not really fully aware of what these single-use plastics are actually doing to our environment. And they would typically ask me, like, what difference is this one shopping bag that I'm going to use going to make, you know, in the bigger scheme of things? What would your answer be to these people? I mean, at a, at a very personal level, for me, it's about... Like I don't avoid everything, you know. We still we've probably cut down by eighty percent in our family. But every single piece of plastic that I say no to, whether it's when I was went to a restaurant last night and I said, 
could I have, a, you know, a, um, this drink and no straw, please, whether it was, a, you know, the water bottle that I brought to to work this morning or or that bag that I said no to when I went and got some groceries. That's just one piece of plastic that can't end up in our oceans, in our environment. That's about taking personal responsibility for what we consume and, to be honest with plastics, what we leave behind. I think if enough of us take those personal choices and take that personal responsibility, we can start to see an, an, an impact that happens worldwide. If everyone says, oh, what difference does that one bag or that one straw make? You know, we, we're going to continue with business as usual. And we mm. know, we've all seen those images of, of the plastics in our environment, you know, or those, you know, unmanaged plastic waste in countries that don't have waste management facilities. But the problem is real and, and we need to take responsibility for it. Definitely. And I think, you know, when people look at the environment, we also need to realize that, you know, if we don't have a healthy ocean, every second breath that we take is because of a healthy ocean. So if we no longer have healthy oceans, we're going to struggle breathing. And that kind of scares me. And that kind of ties it back to me like, you know, okay, cool. If I do my part to keep the oceans healthy, then, you know, I'm going to be healthy as well. Yeah, and I, I think, it, you know, I, I think plastics, they've become the conversation starter and they've become the motivator. And really, you know, behind all of this, it's how we're living on this planet, how much we're consuming and what we're leaving behind that's just not sustainable. So... To me, the you know one of the bonuses from trying to avoid single-use plastic packaging is I think I have a healthier diet. I think I'm more connected to my local community because I'm supporting local local businesses more. Very fortunate to have a farmers market not too far from where I live, so I get most of our fruit and veggies there. You know, we go to the local fishmonger to buy fish. We go to the local baker. We're very fortunate to be able to to do that where I live, and I re- and, and we've got a bulk food store. And I totally understand that not everyone has that privilege or, or the means to do that. But let's take our bags, let's refill our containers, let's all do that one thing that we can do. And look, you know, the one thing that I can do to reduce my plastic waste it isn't going to be the same for. For you or, or you know, all of your listeners, like we're all living in different places and have different circumstances. So I do think that there is, you know, what I've seen for the last, over the last nine years is, is that ripple effect and it is those small changes adding up. So, you know, I'll share something on social media. My farmer's market has a wash-up station and some ceramic mugs for people to have their coffees in and I share that on social media and I've now heard from farmers markets all over the world like that's a great idea we're going to do that and and I think you know together we can make a, a difference and when I started Plastic Free July back in 2011 and, and and my colleagues and our volunteer network joined in there were 40 of us that did it 
And, you know, when you tried to talk to a journalist about, single, about you know, reducing plastic and single-use plastic, you had to explain what single-use was. You know, fast forward the clock to 2018 and The Guardian declares single-use as the word of the year. So, you know, and we now have millions of people doing plastic-free July. So, you know, we can make a difference on these issues. Definitely. And you've definitely come a long way from 2011 and you guys have millions of people that is participating in Plastic Free July. And what was some of the feedback that you would get from people that kind of went on this journey and came in like, you know, not really knowing what they were doing and after the month, after seeing and going through some of the amazing tips that you guys have on your website, what has been some of the feedback? Oh, look, we've had overwhelmingly positive feedback. And, you know, for me, that's what gives me hope on this issue. You know, one of the interesting ones is we often get people people say, oh, I've lost weight and I feel healthier and happier because I am, you know, avoiding packaged processed food and I'm more connected with my local community. But as you say, it is a journey so, you know, sometimes, you know, often on the 1st of July I'll get messages or on social media and people say, oh, Rebecca, I failed because I just ordered a drink and I didn't even think about it and it came with a straw and I've failed Plastic Free July so I can't do it. And I always say, no, you haven't failed because in order to change anything, we need to first become aware. Mm-hmm. And this, the problem with plastic is it's become so insidious and it's, everywhere and and it's almost like we've become a bit blinded to it so by taking the challenge that the start of the journey is awareness and I always say if you weren't doing this challenge last week you would have got that drink and you would have not even seen that straw there so now you're aware of it and it's something you can do next time you'll say you know no straw please and and you know sometimes it works and sometimes it, it doesn't work but increasingly it's becoming more of a norm so I, I, I think it's that feedback that we get of that awareness and then people realising, oh, actually, I can remember to do this or they'll email us like, oh, I've discovered that my, you know, I can take my own bag and the baker will put my bread in it or I've realised actually I didn't need to buy that avocado dip in a plastic tub with a plastic seal and a plastic lid. Um, I just mashed up an avocado and ate tasted better so that we get lots of positive things or because as I said like everyone's concerned about this issue but Plastic Free July gives people an opportunity to do something very practical and tangible with their hands and see the benefits of that so I I love hearing and we get stories every day of people sharing what they've done at home the conversations they've had with their family or their children and they've, you know, started to notice litter in their local area or they've talked to their cafe about getting rid of straws or they've the kids have done a project for school or a business might have taken it on to engage their staff and they have a, a plastic-free lunch event or, you know, a, a council or a library right might run a movie about plastic, ocean plastic pollution. There's, so there's... There's so many ways that people do Plastic Free July from making changes in their personal life to having conversations to to sharing it within their wider community that is it's very inspiring and 
very hopeful and one of the core values of the foundation and, and through the Plastic Free Challenge is sharing those stories to inspire and empower others because we can't do this by ourselves. We have to do it together. Definitely. And I think it's those stories that keep me going as well. So I'm sure if there's any of our crazy birds out there that's got some stories to share, please do. And how can our crazy birds actually get involved in Plastic Free July? So, yeah, we'd encourage everyone to get involved, no matter where you are, where where your listeners are on their journey. Please join the movement and and learn more and take the challenge on our website at plasticfreejuly.org. As I said before, it's not about doing everything. It's about trying something and, and getting those, just like it's not really plastic free, it's about avoiding single-use plastics rather than all plastics. It's not just about July is this intense month of of focus and hopefully some of these new changes we try can become long-term habits. By by getting involved with the challenge and registering, it's just registering your intention. We send a newsletter once a week in July. You can follow us on social media and share your stories through there because sometimes, you know, for some of your listeners, you know, you might be the only person out of your your family or your friends and, and, and networks that are concerned about this. So that people often say doing the challenge and doing it with others really helps them because they don't feel like they're the, the only crazy one or um, it's a bit unusual. And But what we see just time after time again, and I see it with my own friends at People might look at you a little bit strangely at first, but then they, when they start to see that it's not hard, you're just grabbing your bottle and you're grabbing your bag and your containers and stuff, your actions really do speak louder than words and, and you will people will find they make an impression on people around them. And maybe for the first year they might just watch what you do with a bit of curiosity and then, then that might lead to a conversation and then they're like, oh, I get calls and messages all the time. Oh, Rebecca, you'd be so proud of me. I just took my container to the butcher today or we just we were catering for an event and we we managed to do that plastic free because the caterers put it all into containers or we specifically chose this type of food because we could get it unpackaged and and there's no waste at the end of the event and and every who who doesn't want to have to fill up a rubbish bin and cart it out and dispose of that. You know, what's not to love about doing this? Yeah, and I have to say, since I've reduced my waste and, like, literally we only have a small bin of trash that we throw out every, like, few weeks, maybe now it's up to 10 to 12 weeks, it's quite nice. Like, I don't have to take out trash every single day. So for me, it's just, like, kind of simplified my life, which I absolutely love. And also by not having to buy single-use plastic bottle water that's in any way overpriced, I am actually saving a lot of money as well. So there is kind of a lot of benefits for me, uh, myself, and then obviously for the environment as well. So it's like a win-win. Definitely. So Rebecca, what has been one of your most important decisions that you have made around Mama Earth? I think for me, it really was that decision to put less in my recycling bin. And and that's what started me on the Plastic Free July Challenge. When I went to a recycling facility for the first time and I 
blown away by how much there was. And I'd always felt I was doing the earth a favour by recycling. And it's not that it's not important, but I knew from that minute that the less I put in there and the less that I consume, the better off our world will be. Definitely. I mean, anyone that's ever been to a recycling facility, like the first time I went, I was so shocked and the smells and everything. I was just like, wow, no, no, no. There has to be a better way. And that is to not use that in the first place that it needs to go there. Obviously, recycling has its place. But if we can avoid, you know, making that waste in the first hand, that is a win. Definitely. So, Rebecca, we're going to move into our final five questions. The first one is, what is one social media or publication that you follow? To be honest, I don't have one person, although we've got quite successful social media channels ourselves and there's a lot of other people that we would kind of collaborate with. For me, it's just the regular, ordinary people that are making, sharing the changes that they've made in their own lives. To me, that's what's interesting. Cool. And what is your hope for Mama Earth going forward? I think for me, it's very much tied to the vision of the Plastic Free Foundation, which is a world without plastic waste. And I think stepping one level above that and going wider than the plastic plastic waste issue and, and covering and, and, and I guess kind of covering off on all of those really pressing environmental issues that we're facing at the moment would be around living with respect in terms of what we use and what we leave behind and living more lightly because there's an abundance there there's enough for everybody but the it's the way that we're using the earth and the way that that's from from the environmental to the social issues the way that we're not using it sustainably and equitably that's my biggest concern and I think it kind of can can come down to that respect and sustainability for the long term that's important. Definitely. And what advice can you give our crazy birds this week to help out Mama Earth? I reckon my advice is go look in your bin. Look in your bin at home. Look in your bin at work. Look in the, the bin, you know, where you, if you walk in a park or, you know, on your street and just think what, what, what could you do to reduce that? And what is one sustainability fact that you like to use in a room with people not yet on a sustainable journey? The thing that I like to, to, to let people know that tends to blow people away is, well, I start with the statement, we can't recycle our way out of this problem. And the fact that I accompany that with is that of all the plastic we've ever made on this earth, we've recycled 9% and we've only recycled 10% of that more than once. Wow. I'm I'm even blown away. That is insane. So I think if someone hears that and they don't want to make a change, like that would be another shocking thing as well. 
Rebecca, lastly, where can people actually find you? So our website is www.plasticfreejuly.org. So that's the best place. And then we use the social social media channels and you just search for Plastic Free July. So we're not too hard to find. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I'm sure everyone's learned a lot and I can't wait for everyone to start on the Plastic Free July journey. I'm really looking forward to you all joining us. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening. You can find the show notes for this episode at mamaearthtalk.com. Follow at Design by Mariska on Instagram or email hello at mamaearthtalk.com. And let me know if there's a topic you'd like me to talk about. I love hearing from all you crazy birds. New episodes are uploaded every Monday. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss anything. Mama Earth has a voice and it's us crazy birds.